0: Here's a message from Ken Lavica.
1: Well, that sucked. Christian can't hit the open. On your mark, get set, go. You are listening to Ken Lavica live. What?
0: Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up!
2: Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN
1: 106.3. The one piece of positive news from last night. That game, that game was over by 10.30. Uh, that, that game was over by 10.30. NBA moving these these finals tip-offs to 8.30 Eastern time. And Sunday, we've got an 8 p.m. Eastern time. I mean, Jeanette, daddy-like.
3: I think we all like. That's Daddy, mommy. I don't know. Uh, whatever you want. you like it.
1: I mean, last night from a basketball standpoint was an abject bleep show. Mm-hmm. But... If I, can, if I can be asleep by 10.45, I'm all in.
3: And it's really, it, I had that moment because I was like, oh, these games start early, and it's nice to have a finals where the Lakers or the Golden State Warriors are involved. There's no 10.30 well, p.m. start time it here. It used to
1: be always across the line, no matter 100%. who's playing. Nine o'clock, nine o'clock, nine o'clock, nine o'clock. You're like, oh, God, a nine o'clock tip. Oh, God, nine o'clock tip. 8.30, it's amazing. It's amazing the difference that a half hour makes. Uh, we are clearly stalling to avoid having to talk about what the Heat did and probably more appropriately didn't do Mm -hmm. last night. Mm -hmm. Boy, Uh, I I want though to preface all of what we're going to talk about with this. It is one game. Not only is it one game, it's the first game of the NBA finals. When the Heat Won the 2006 championship, guess what they did in game one? Took an L. When the Heat won the championship in 2012, guess what they did in game one? Took the L. When the Heat won in 2013, guess what they did in game one? Took the L. So you know where I'm going with this. It was ugly, and it was frustrating, and the offense looked terrible, and the defense was gashed, especially in the first half. But it doesn't mean anything if the heat come back and win sunday if it, 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 aesthetically it was miserable last night 113-105 mm-hmm. it, it was miserable last night it it did not feel good last night at all okay it was a a really ugly 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 game i'm sorry i butchered the score 104-93 it was ugly okay and wide open shots were missed max strus Caleb Martin. The defense was problematic. Gabe Vincent. It was bad. It was bad all the way around. And if I never see Cody Zeller play again with his hammer hands, I'm good with that. But you know what? At the end of the day, one game.
3: Uh, Ken, not to call you out on something, but you know, one thing that's always, I've always criticized about players in their faith or just humans in their faith in Mm. general is that they always praise whoever they worship during the good times when
1: things were going well
3: yeah but you're they've right. never praised them during the bad times you're, and you didn't open up with a prayer you're today very
1: right you're uh actually and 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 this is my fault i didn't give a uh a a pre-warning here to a uh, christian cat the audible assassin who's in for stone labanowitz today now what would have been good is if stone labanowitz friday night lights Gave the Audible Assassin a heads up because he wasn't in today, but I'll take the hit on this.
3: No, I think, no, I don't think anybody should take the hit. This is part of the new religion. No, yeah, we right. take over one right. person at a time. And, and you
1: know what? Calebism isn't perfect. It so is So that's not. fine. Calebism isn't perfect. As we saw last night. Right, right. As we saw last night. As we saw last night. But you're right, Jeanette. It's part of the journey. So, Audible Assassin Christian Cat, when you can find our religious organ music, uh, just let me know because we do need to to worship at the altar of our one and only basketball savior, Kale Martin. Who who was that problematic last night? It'll be here within two minutes. Okay, perfect, excellent. Just let me know. So, uh, I, I I think before we pray to Caleb, before we pray to Caleb, I, I just want to make sure, Jeanette, that that uh, we are are upfront by saying last night sucked but it's game one of the NBA Finals, and if you're bailing, and if you're feeling queasy, and if you have lost the ability to have perspective, then you probably shouldn't watch the rest of this series because I'll tell you, if the Heat do end up putting up a fight in the series and the Heat put themselves in a position to win this series, it is going to be through sheer will and grinder, and it's going to be uncomfortable, and it's not going to be for those who are faint of heart. So if you believe in the Heat, You've got to be able to have the fortitude to handle it because this ain't going to be easy. The Nuggets are one hell of a basketball team.
3: But that's been the Miami Heat postseason yeah. summed up. Yeah. You have, and Evan Cohen, when he was on here, said it perfectly, like, this, this none of this has made sense. The Heat going this far, making it to the NBA Finals, has never made sense at the end. In fact... It's pure
1: grit. Right. And, and you mentioned Evan saying nothing has made sense. I would argue that the Heat going to Denver, 72 hours, after losing or after winning a game 7 at boston and getting worked by the nuggets is the most sensible thing that's happened to the heat in this postseason like mm-hmm. that's what's made the most sense is a well-rested nuggets team they've been sitting for the last week plus and a heat team less than 3 days removed from game 7 at boston and going and having trouble matching up with the nuggets and adjusting to the nuggets uh, that actually makes a whole hell of a lot of sense, which is why I am not panicked in the slightest.
3: Nah, man, uh, you, you the, the numbers deal- have never made sense for the Heat. It's always about Heat culture. If you yeah. want to see Heat culture, that's what this is about. That's what I, I honestly feel like it's going to sound cliche and whatnot. Um, but this series is going to be about for the Heat.
1: But just strap in. Like, this is this was never going to be easy, and we knew the Nuggets were really good, and Nikola Jokic is uh, I, it is it is stunning to watching Jokic. And watching Joel Embiid, I mean, Joel Embiid is not the player that Jokic is. Jokic should have won MVP again this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, and there's a gap between Jokic and Embiid. Embiid is a better defender. Jokic, though, as far as a facilitator and a scorer and an offensive presence, he's two, three times what Joel Embiid is. Joel Embiid is throw your body to the floor, beg for a whistle, complain when you don't get a whistle, throw yourself in other bodies, Jokic is just the vision and the touch and the 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 small things he does, like hooking an arm to get him get himself positioned. Like it's just it's brilliant basketball.
3: And they said it last night during the broadcast. Like, he always looks tired, yes. but he keeps going. Right. And, and I, I, I looked at him for I just in a very creepy way, for sure. I just focused on him yeah. for like three minutes of the game. I was like, these guys are right. Yeah. He looks like he's about to pass out any time, but he doesn't.
1: He is a pristine piece of pudding. Like, that's Seriously. what he is. Like, that's, he is basketball pudding. And it was Mike Brain who pointed out, the dude's always breathing with his mouth. His mouth is always open, so he always looks <laughs> exhausted, which makes him look like he's lumbering. But that's <laughs> it, yeah, it, it, that that's that's the the soundtrack in your brain when mm-hmm. you watch him play basketball. Mm-hmm. But the Heat showed a lot of a lot of fight in the fourth quarter, and things got uncomfortable for the Nuggets. And all it took was a couple of feeds into the paint for for Jokic, and it's bop 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 easy game. I, it, it's th- so so what it's going to take is the Heat digging in so nothing nothing's fatal nothing's done nothing's dead but there were a lot of factors that led to the heat losing last night and you can talk about the shooting you can talk about the the lack of two starters especially showing up you can talk about the heat defensive numbers but i look at in an an nba basketball game first an nba basketball game and then second an NBA Finals game, the Heat with two free throws. I've never seen that before. I've never seen it at the, the rec league level. I've never seen it at the <laughs> high school level. I've never seen it at the college level. And I sure as hell have never seen it in the NBA. The Heat shot two free throws last night. Could they have shot more? Maybe. I can't even say definitively yes. That's the thing. We can't sit here, Jeanette, and rail on the officials last night because the Heat weren't aggressive enough at all attacking the rim to get the benefit of the doubt with a whistle. Two free throws, Haywood Highsmith, first half, actually felt right. And that's a significant problem. And that, to me, is the biggest factor why the Heat lost last night.
3: Did When you first, two. When you first heard that, did you, like, Look at the box score. Yes. To actually, confirm. I couldn't believe
1: it, and I, I had, I actually, it really occurred to me in the fourth quarter with like ninety seconds left when Mike Breen mentioned it. I yes. remember yep. thinking yep. through the course of the yep. second half, I'm like, man, the Heat are. It feels like it's been forever since they they shot a free throw without actually coming to the realization. Wait, well, it actually has been forever. Mm-hmm. It's happened twice. There's been one trip to the line by the Heat. In this entire game, and then in the final 90 seconds, they didn't go to the line uh, any longer. Two free throws. Like, Jeanette, you've watched basketball for a long time. I've watched basketball for a long time. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Two. Two free throws. I think the least amount of free throws I've ever seen in a game in my 17 years at FAU by a single team was something like five. Like four or five. I've never seen two. And the Miami Heat, the Eastern Conference champions, had two free throws last night. That that's not going to get it done. And you know who that falls on? Who? Jimmy.
3: Uh, <gasps> it you it went just there? does. It just. You went there. It just
1: does. Uh, it just. It just falls. Are you on dogging Jimmy. Jimmy
3: all of a sudden? On, uh, game one, and you're going to try and run his name into mud.
1: That's that's Jimmy. That's Jimmy. Uh, he has got to. He has got to be more aggressive, and he knows he's got to be more aggressive. Actually, listen to him after the game last night. Jimmy Butler was talking about the offensive issues, and he does bring up the free throws, and he does put it on himself to an extent. Here's Jimmy Butler after last night's loss.
0: When you look at it during the game, they all look like the right shots, and I'm not saying that we can, not as a team, make those, but... Got to get more layups. Got to get more free throws. And um, whenever you miss and don't get back, the game gets out of hand kind of quickly. We gave up too many layups, which we also can't have happen. Um, But that's that's it as a whole. We got to attack the rim a lot more, myself included. And he's correct.
1: That's him. That's the guy who, when he's on, is living at the free throw line. And the reason that that's on Jimmy is because that's part of his game, and Jimmy is fully right when – He's getting the proper angles, he's getting to his spots, and he's able to absorb contact. That's maximum playoff, Jimmy. Look at the 56-point game with Milwaukee. Putting his shoulder down, absorbing contact, finishing at the rim, earning himself trips to the line, digging the heat out of holes. Look, the play that should have won the Heat, the Eastern Conference, the Al Horford uh, foul. Yep. That's Jimmy being Jimmy.
3: Yep, I was just writing that down. Being able to 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 three for three in the the
1: clutch. Being able to maneuver his body and get himself to the line. He last night was way too quick to defer, way too quick to distribute. And I appreciate that he's trying to get everybody involved in the Heat had a ton of open looks. And I'm gonna depress you with a number about how many open looks the Heat actually missed last night. But go Jimmy Jimmy needs to understand that this Nuggets defense. This is not the Celtics. This is not the Knicks defense. He's going to be able to get his shots. He's going to be able to pull up from the elbow. He's going to be able to get to the baseline. He's got to get back in the mindset of, all right, time to be proactive scoring-wise as opposed to proactive getting everybody else involved because Jimmy can be Jimmy in this series based on what the Nuggets give you. And for Jimmy Butler to not go to the free throw line once last night against this defense, that's on Jimmy Butler.
3: Yeah, but it's also on the Heat defense as well. I feel like they couldn't figure out the Nuggets at all offensively.
1: Well, no, no, neither could the Lakers. Neither could the Suns. Uh, you name the team, and it's hard to figure out the Nuggets, especially in a game one. The defense was bad up until the fourth quarter when they finally figured some things out, uh, thanks to uh, Alonzo Highsmith. Or hey, I, I, I just, I just don't know. I just don't know what they're going to do. But that said, you got to get to the free throw line. It's 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 pretty it's pretty um obvious that you're going to have to score with them at some point. So, if that means Heywood Highsmith comes in and is able to help you defensively, so be it. He's got to play 15-20 minutes. Heywood Highsmith is going to have to play 15-20 minutes, but on the offensive end, you're going to need more than just two Heywood Highsmith free throws. <laughs> like that's not going to do it. And that's where Jimmy comes in. What was the single biggest factor in last night's heat loss. I say two Haywood Highsmith free throws. That's it. Two free throws from the heat as a team last night. That's the biggest factor. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Tweeted us at KLV 1063, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at KLV one zero six three. I dropped in Alonzo Highsmith. Uh, we're talking Palm Beach County High School football, Alonzo yeah. Highsmith. Uh, so, so uh, to you, Jeanette, and you—you you watched the game last night. Your your date. You had a date. You went I on did, a first I'd... date last night. Did you make tip off after your dinner date?
3: I did. I left. That was my. It wasn't an excuse because the date was at six o'clock. We met at six. Um. But it was a great excuse by, like, 7.45. I was like, I'm kind of done with everything. I'm kind of done with this guy. Um, And (laughs) (laughs) So it didn't go well, it sounds like. No, it did not go well. He was one of those typical guys um, because I work, you know, I speak into a mic on this beautiful radio station, ESPN West Palm. He, A lot of guys just want to prove that they know more Mm -hmm. about sports than me. It'll get to the point, like, one time a dude was like, in this roundabout way, not a specific example, but he was like, What is the 1976 Detroit Lions offensive lineman blood type? I'll be like, I don't know. Right,
1: right. You're just getting quizzed. I in there. don't care. It's a, it's a, uh, it turned into a, a sports package swinging contest on a date, which is weird. Exactly.
3: And if sports is your only personality, then it's not, it's not my thing. I'm sorry. Right. But it, anyways, it
1: can be the dominant part of your personality, but not the only part of your personality.
3: Obviously, yeah. yes. Like sports is a big part of my life, right, but right. you know, he also said that Cardi B is too much for him. Wow. Oh. And I was like, all right, well, um, a if- good man. What? No, good no, night. because if you give me five shots of tequila and throw gasolina on in the club, then I'm out.
0: You're too much for me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly. So too bad, so sad. Um, but yeah, so anyways, I had the date. Um, thanks for the food. The food was good. I had a smoky old-fashioned. Haven't had one of those in a while. That was great. Oh, he complained about the prices of the smoky old-fashioned. I was like, <laughs> All
1: right. It, it, men, if you're going to go on a first date and it's dinner, you cannot, you're just going to have to eat it. You cannot whine about the price. The, did cost. It, it,
3: it, with the cost of it was $15 for a smoky old fashion. I thought that was pretty cheap. I could have gone Blanton's. There's a Blanton's option for 30. So you're welcome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like it, it's just not bad. It's a bad form. It's bad form. You did, you did nothing wrong there. Kudos to you. So you got home by the time tip happened.
3: Yeah. So I said, uh, I want, I needed to leave by 730 so I could be home by eight.
1: Um, what what stood out to you as the biggest reason the Heat lost last you, night?
3: You already said it, and I wrote it down before you even mentioned it. The two free throws. It was one of those things that you heard it. Like you watched the full game, you hear it, and you're like, Nah, that, that ain't, can't be real. No, that's that's the, that's that's a
1: farce. He's talking about the fourth quarter.
3: Yeah, uh, then yeah. So I I looked up the box score. That's why I asked when you heard the stat. What did you do? Because I I did the same thing. Just a little Google on the telephone. Yeah. Box four of the NBA Finals, and oh my mm-hmm. gosh, it's we just, right there. we saw Jimmy come in one of the most clutch points in Game Six of the Eastern Conference Finals. Shoot more free throws again after Al Horford made that stupid foul, which whatever. Um, shoot more three free throws in that one. That one play. shot to the line than the Heat the entire the game. The entire the game. Yeah. I That's actually
1: like, a good way to put it.
3: That was insane to me. So it's the two free throws. Of uh, uh, the whole game from the Miami Heat. That was
1: absurd. To you, what was the single biggest factor in last night's heat loss? 888-760-3776. 760 3776 And tweeted us, at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. The biggest factor in last night's heat loss. And I don't think that the the Heat were, were unprepared. I just think... what What really set the tone to me was... Gabe Vincent getting switched on to Aaron Gordon. Four or five different sequences in the opening five minutes and it not going well. Aaron Gordon putting his big, thick ass in Gabe Vincent and just meandering by him for dunks or easy layups. That was a problem. Aaron Gordon was a non-factor in the second half. Aaron Gordon set the tone, though, for the entire game in the first five minutes uh, of the first quarter, and that was a
3: problem. As a diehard Orlando Magic fan. Watching Aaron Gordon do work in the NBA Finals wearing a Denver Nuggets is a really weird experience for me. Yeah. Part of me wants to root for him. Part of me is just really upset about it. Aaron
1: Gordon, I I did not... still
3: should have won the slam
1: dunk contest. I did not see the Aaron Gordon game coming, and I knew he would be (laughs) a a factor. I did not think he was going to be a dominant, unstoppable force, and I'm not quite sure... Uh, why poor Gabe Vincent needed the universe to conspire against him, where he kept getting switched on to Aaron Gordon. It was so that weird. was such a mismatch. I felt so bad for Gabe because as soon as Aaron Gordon would catch the ball in the post, because they're picking on him, uh, picking on him at this point. Mm-hmm. Gabe, the look on Gabe's face is, oh God, here we go again. I can't do anything. <laughs>
3: Get it over with. <laughs> like, there are
1: there are certain feelings in sports. Where it, it's it's sort of uh you, you throw up the white flag, uh-huh. you throw your hands in the air and say I can't do anything. It's it's that random reliever with a ninety-two mile an hour changeup. I I can't hit that. Like you throw that anywhere in the strike zone, I'm dead. Right? There's just nothing you can do about that. It is. It's that that is six, five, eight foot wingspan wide receiver. You're a corner, no matter what you do. He's a going to get behind you and b going to out jump you for the football. Like white flag, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Gabe Vincent trying to battle Aaron Gordon in the post. White flag, hands up. What are you going to do? Like those are the three most. Helpless feelings I've got to think in sports are those three scenarios right there. There's no way, no matter how good you are, you're going to win that battle. You just, you just are. It's impossible. Aaron Gordon set the tone. That's another factor in this. Aaron Gordon set the tone of physicality for this series. If the Heat thought the Nuggets were going to be one thing, they found out very quickly the Nuggets are going to be another thing after Aaron Gordon just blasted his way to the rim the entire first four or five minutes of, of this game. To you, what was the single biggest factor in last night's heat loss? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I'm going to regret doing this. Fort Pierce-Westwood head football coach, Chris Coquel. I'm <gasps> Ken LeVick alive.
2: Wow! What a throwback! Hi. I'm a throwback already? Wow. Thanks have changed, fast. Kenny, the biggest difference was the Splash Brothers and Struce couldn't hit a three. A couple of those goes down. All of a sudden, they believe in themselves. They don't feel demoralized when they're getting dunked on. It's like, all right, we'll come back the other way, knock another three down. They cut it to nine like four different times, and they were shooting. I think those two were one for 17 at one point. Yeah, All they got to do is shoot 30%, and they'll be fine. It's game one. The Heat just played a ragged game seven, emotional, losing three in a row and having to play that game seven. That takes a lot out of an athlete. I mean, you know me, I like to hate on the Heat. They're going to be fine. they just got to steal one in the next game.
1: That's actually right on. And and, and uh, further that point, Coquel. Uh, I mean, Max Struess by himself, if he hits two or three threes in the first half, he missed seven of them in the first half. If he makes two or three of those, it's a totally different game. Totally different
2: game. Even even defensively, though, because your juices start flowing. You're not tight anymore. You're right. loose, you right. lose. You got a little more bounce in your step.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. Oh, by the, hey, hey, could you real quick, uh, you want to uh, plug uh, your Buffalo Wild Wings?
2: Oh, yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings. Come out to Buffalo Wild Wings for the Heat game, the Panthers game, anything mentioned for Pierce Westwood. That's Buffalo Wild Wings and Jensen Beach from today through June 6th. Get out there. 15% of the bill goes to Fort Pierce Westwood. Come help our boys out.
1: Awesome. Great stuff, Coquel. Appreciate you. Uh, and, and so uh, he's right. He's right with the three pointers.
3: I'm like kind of shocked that he was so positive.
1: I know. I thought that, that was the most
3: positive call slash take that I think Chris Kyle, your first host of the show, uh-huh. was, has ever been.
1: The Heat finished 33% from Beyond the Arc. Max Struess, 0 of 9, 0 of 10 overall. Yee. Not good.
3: No bueno. Not no good. bueno.
1: Ernesto in Boynton. Ernie on Ken LaVic Alive. What's up, Ernesto?
2: What's up guys? Yeah. Um I'm not gonna pretty much put the blame on the obvious. We spoke about that yesterday. The altitude and them going to game seven on the Eastern Conference Finals was pretty much for it was it was to show because I saw the legs, they didn't have the legs, they didn't have they didn't have that dog. They just went through the paces. They didn't drive. That's the reason why they only shoot two free throws. I mean, and that's again I couldn't believe it, just like you guys. I mean, I'm, I'm watching the game, and it just didn't dawn on I me mean, that, that that whole time they didn't even go to the line to the fourth quarter. Yeah. And I'm like, really? And then, I'm, then I started looking at the game, and I'm like, no one's really driving. As these explain to me, why were they giving up shots? There were, on the fourth quarter alone, I must have counted, I'd say, three or four times that Jimmy passed up the shot. When the ball was given to him, when he was driving, he passed it up to Bam.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: It, it, it was like it, hot potato. Like, nobody wanted to take the shot. And I'm like, what's going on? Jimmy was weirdly
1: passive. And appreciate you, Ernie. Always good to hear from you. Jimmy was weirdly passive. But Brady Hawk of Five Reason Sports made a really good point, I thought, on, on Twitter. Uh, covers the Heat. does a great job. It's been a couple of series since Jimmy's been able to actually, based on what a defense gives him, get to his spot, be aggressive, be able to cleanly get to the rim, or at least get a good look at the rim. The Knicks shut that down, especially after Jimmy got hurt after the Josh Hart slide tackle. And then the Celtics did a great job of keeping him away from his spots. The Nuggets were giving him... Paths to the rim. They were giving him lanes to drive. He had alleys to maneuver in, but he's been so conditioned over the last two series to draw defenses and then kick and distribute. He's not out of that mindset yet. And so there were times last night where he's five feet from the rim, and I'm like, oh, this is great. He got to his spot, and he's looking for Caleb, or he's looking for Gabe, or he's looking for Duncan. And you're thinking to yourself, why doesn't Jimmy go up with that? It's because that's what he's had to do the last two series. He's got to get back to putting his shoulder down, as Brady put it, and going up with that shot. And I think that changes everything, and I think that that brings Jimmy back into Milwaukee series mindset.
3: Pulling the reverse psychology card, huh? Yeah. The Nuggets pulled that reverse psychology. Yeah. Um, Also, uh, Ernie, Brought up the word, and I ha- we haven't said it yet, and I want to hear know what you think about it. The word altitude. How much of that are you using as an excuse for the loss today? last night? Zero. Okay. I, I
1: refuse to go there.
3: Okay. You haven't brought it up. I haven't brought it up. I'm on the same uh, wavelength as you, but on the same court as you, I'll say. Um, but Ernie brought it up, and I was watching ESPN uh, get up this morning, and they mentioned the A word. We'll call it that at least once every five minutes?
1: Um, I think that that's lazy. For sure. I think that talking about the altitude is lazy. Like Bam has, I believe Bam has asthma. So if you want to go that route, sure. But it didn't seem to affect Bam last night because he's the only offense that he'd mm-hmm. had. He was brilliant, I mm-hmm. thought. I, I, 20, 25 shots. You don't want typically Bam taking 25 shots but almost every shot he took was an unbelievably high-percentage shot. And he shot over 50%. If that's the BAM that the Heat are going to get in this series, and it's clear that he feels like he can take it on Jokic, and he he showed that over and over and over and over again last night. He had that, though. No. Yeah, that the jumper was working. Uh, he was able to get to the rim. The touch was there. He was cutting to the rim. If BAM is able to do that offensively, maybe not to the volume of 25 shots, and then you can get Jimmy to at least – his average of the last two playoff series, which is right around 20 points per game, the Heat are going to be fine. They're going to be fine. And it's got to start Sunday, but I thought Bam Jeanette was awesome last night. And I think the altitude discussion is completely lazy.
3: It, it just sucks because like you see him do that, and it's like, where have you been? Why can't you be consistently like this more often? Or is everybody so bad that he looked good? Well, they, and I've been
1: tough on Bam, and I think a lot of people get caught up in the fact that Bam can look really bad on offense sometimes when he has the ball. Off the ball, he is invaluable because he is the best screen setter that the Heat have and one of the best in the NBA. Um, With the ball, he holds it too low. He gets it stripped. You can tell when he's not feeling confident because then the ball goes to the hip or below and everybody pounces on him. But last night, and there's hesitation. Last night, no hesitation. Get the ball, put the shot up. Uh, Took him a little bit to get going. Once he did, he was the only offense that the Heat had. Mm -hmm. And don't forget, he had a six-game stretch in this postseason that was as good as anything he's ever done in the playoffs. Um, And then he sort of started to struggle again in the Celtics series. But from the entire Knicks series to the first couple of games of the Celtics series, Bam was amazing on both ends. You know he's going to bring it defensively. Uh, this is, I don't envy him in this series because you're going to need him to pop out on Jamal Murray. You're going to need him to account for, uh, uh Porter. You're going to need him to obviously sit in the post alongside Jokic, give some help on Aaron Gordon. He's capable of doing all those things, but that's a lot to ask of one guy with all these offensive weapons. It's going to be tough for him to continually put up the offensive output that he did last night. But if you're getting just a little bit of that BAM on offense, I would hope that the rest of these guys, the way they've played in this postseason, your role guys, can give you a chance in this series. Like, I'm not discouraged. Like, last night sucked. It was a difficult watch, but I'm not discouraged by anything.
3: Yeah, because I feel like it was a lot of lessons learned. Yes! As well. It, yesterday it was. Period, should be. Yes. Yesterday was a lot of lessons learned. Okay, BAM can handle the Joker better than what everybody thought. Aaron Gordon wants to play basketball very well at a high level for some time. He, he wants and to the, bully. Exactly. Okay, so we can do that. Uh, we need free throws in Miami mm. Heat. Not me. The Miami Heat need right. free throws. Uh, I
1: guess you and me need free throws, too. <laughs> we shot, I mean, Jeanette and I combined shot two fewer free throws than the Heat did last night. That's a problem. That's
0: wild. Yeah, not good. I do think Jamal Murray is going to be a problem. Jamal
1: Murray is an absolute problem. I was just going to say that, and you're absolutely right, Christian. I, Jokic is going to do Jokic things right? Uh, he's going he shouldn't to be
3: the most surprising part. No, he's he's got a get lesson his. learned here.
1: He's going to get his. Uh, and last night, Jokic was really, really good. And I was surprised at the end of the game to see 27 points. He had that flurry at the fourth quarter to put the heat away at the, near the end of the fourth quarter to put the heat away final couple of minutes, but he finished with 27 points. That surprised me because I thought the most damage he did was passing the basketball. I mean, him in the high low and in the pick and roll. I don't know how you stop that. And you know who is he had 14 assists, and you know who his tandem is in the pick and roll, is Jamal Murray. I mean, Jamal Murray can create off the dribble. Jamal Murray can shoot off the catch. Jamal Murray can come around the screen and attack the rim. Jamal Murray is the biggest problem in this series. I would actually and again, Spo <laughs> Spo knows better than Ken Levick, and We'll put it that way. But my basketball sensibilities <laughs> tell me that if Jokic goes off, but you put your full resources to making life difficult for Jamal Murray, that's your best path to hanging in in this series. I, I mean, Christian, you're exactly right. Jamal Murray is an abject problem.
0: And he has the playoff history right. just two years ago, yeah. seeing exactly what he can do in the playoffs. And, and don't forget, in the bubble, he was a hero. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, Jamal Murray is is sensational. Yeah. Both those guys can't go off, and both those guys did go off. They accounted for, for what, 53 combined points last night? That's not going to get it done.
3: Uh, My Jamal Murray observation last night is he's way cuter than what I originally thought he was. I've never just <laughs> stared at him for a couple games during a basketball game.
1: Jamal Murray. And I he's couldn't... not
3: usually, he's not, he doesn't fit the, the three, my top three. No, like the I was three... going to say,
1: he's not white. Nope. Uh, he's not, uh, what is it? What's, what are like the Like dark, others? he doesn't
3: have like black hair.
1: Right, 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 right.
3: But he's tall, so he yeah. has two of the three.
1: Yeah, he's got right, but he's not. But but again, I think of all those three, the white part is the the most is the, prominent, number, one. the number one uh usually attractiveness priority for you. Yeah, and uh, he he has bucked that trend. Yeah,
3: I was he, like, he's, he's
1: unstoppable. A, he's a problem. He's yeah, for sure.
3: He's he's definitely he's exotic.
0: We've got so, a, we that got was a, my
3: Jamal Murray observation from <laughs> last night.
0: We've got an hour and a half a show left to get to, so I don't want to ruin your productivity, but. There's some uh, pictures out there, Jamal Murray, that you might like. I'll put yeah. it that way. Really? A couple years ago. Yeah.
3: Happy Friday. A 30
0: second video. Yeah. A 30.
3: There's a video. Yeah. I wouldn't.
1: Uh, I don't know if the firewall here at ESPN West Palm is <laughs> going to allow you uh, access. to I that.
3: have unlimited data. Uh-huh, don't worry. Right. <laughs> uh, so
1: what? Uh, Jeanette's about to go down a big wormhole here. To you, what was the single biggest <laughs> factor to to the bathroom, in last me. night's heat loss? To you, what was the single biggest factor in last night's heat loss? Jeanette and I both say. Two free throws for the Heat. But was it Jimmy? Was it Jimmy not being aggressive enough? Was it the fact that the defense got gouged over and over again? What about Max Struess and Caleb Martin last night? They combined for one of 17 from the field. To you, what was the biggest single factor in last night's heat loss? 888 760 3776. 888 760 3776. On Twitter, at KLV 1063. That's 888 760 3776. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. She's already searching Google. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063.
2: From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Honorable
1: Assassin Christian Cat, could um, could could we bow our heads and pray as we celebrate our religion here on Ken Levick Alive, Calebism.
3: During Caleb, the NBA Finals.
1: Caleb Martin. Yes, during the NBA Finals. Who knows? Maybe beyond. Depends how things are going in, in my life. <laughs> um, What's the day of rest in Calebism? There is no day of rest. Heat culture. There's,
3: it's about grinding yeah. grit.
1: There's no Sabbath day.
3: That's all the trinity of Caleb. Yeah. Heat, grind, and grit.
1: <laughs> Correct. All of that equals <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the most divine level you can live your life, and that's culture. That's good. Grind. Wait, what what are the three at uh-huh. the top? Heat, grind
3: in the grind. in the name of the Father, the Heat, the Son, grind, grind, and the Holy Spirit. Grit. Grit.
1: That's the Holy Trinity of Calebism. That is actually really, really good. All right. Bow your heads and pray. Dearest Caleb, it is in the most difficult, darkest moments of our lives when we truly, truly understand what it means to have faith. Through your trials and tribulations in game one we now understand the path albeit rocky
3: unintended we
1: understand just how much grind is needed to find eternal salvation yes lord through your struggles and through your teachings we know that we as a people will come back stronger and become closer to our highest level of being. So, dearest Caleb, as we pray, fully understanding that one of seven is a lesson for us disciples, we ask you to push forward and we will follow you until our dying day. In Caleb's name we pray. Amen. 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 I feel better.
3: Told you. Just gotta You see know it. what?
1: I feel much better about everything.
3: Having true faith is believing in your God during you know the good and, and the, the bad. bad.
1: Right. That's right. where
3: lessons that's where uh, character
1: mm-hmm. is built. When things when things go poorly, you need to you, you, you need to have that rock. And Caleb is that rock. Last night that rock was more like a brick, but that rock. Caleb Martin and Max Drews, one of 17 last night. That is the worst output by two players in the same starting lineup in NBA Finals history. Yikes. To you, what was the single biggest factor in last night's heat loss? 888 760 760 3776. And tweeted us at KLV 106. Three social media is jammed. We'll get to that in just a moment. Let me tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, you need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leaning edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting BaptistHealth.net slash ortho. Uh, let's go ahead and let's hear from Eric Spolstra last night. Spo is Spoh going to calm you. If you think Spo is discouraged by anything that happened last night, uh, you're insane. Uh, Spo's been here, he's done that. He's lost Game One of every Finals that he has coached, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's got two rings to show for it. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, so so here is here is Eric Spolstra after last night's loss. No, they're fine. I mean, this is they're they're not getting they're not going to get sick at sea. You know, if you got if they're shooters, you're not always going to be able to, to to make all the shots that you want. Uh, you know, then you have to find different ways to impact the game. Uh, our game is not built just on the three-point ball. <laughs> you know that, We've proven that time and time again. We can win games, we can win series, regardless of how the three's going. Which is why, if you're going to get 15 or more from Bam each night in this series, and again, he can take Jokic. He, with the ball, he can take Jokic. Um, and uh, Jimmy realizes, oh yeah, I can get to the free throw line. The Heat are going to be fine. They're going to be fine. For the first three quarters, the Nuggets matched their playoff average offensive efficiency of 121. That's not good. That's not good. And the Heat were still hanging around, hanging around, hanging around, hanging around. I'm not going to go as far as to do what the national media tried to do with the Lakers after game one of the Western Conference Finals, where after being down 30, they made a run in the fourth quarter, and almost to a man and woman, it was up. After that fourth quarter, Uh, the Nuggets should be very concerned. The Nuggets should be very concerned about the Lakers. The Lakers figured something out. Rui Hachimura uh, on Jokic. They figured something out. And then what happened? Sweep. I'm not going to go that far. The The Heat should be concerned because the Nuggets are elite. But I'm also not discouraged. So what was the single biggest factor in last night's Heat loss? Jeanette and I say both. Two free throws. Two free throws taken. I mean, that's it's inconceivable. It's clearly an NBA, uh, NBA history a, it, worst.
3: It was a record.
1: It was a record in futility. And, and 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 Christian brought him up. Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray is a significant problem and presents some matchup issues for the Heat for sure. Uh, Evan tweets in. Aaron Gordon in the first quarter. Like I said, he set the tone for how the Nuggets were going to handle the Heat, and that's bully, 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 and the Heat never fully recovered off of that. Bam calmed them down. They got into the game eventually, but Aaron Gordon, and it wasn't just Aaron Gordon bullying the Heat. It was Aaron Gordon bullying poor Gabe Vincent, Mm -hmm. and that definitely, definitely, definitely set a tone. Uh, Tony tweets in, At times, the Heat looked lost. The biggest factor, the Nuggets' synergy. Jimmy talked about it after the game, too. There wasn't enough communication. Bam was talking about it as well. Not enough talking on defense. Not against the Nuggets, especially where the Heat are trying to switch and they're trying to account for the pick and roll. And the thing about the Nuggets that's wild is that they don't drive and kick. There's no drive and kick. Anything they work to the outside goes through the post. It goes through Jokic whether it's the high post and maybe they'll go high low or in the low post and that's when he's kicking it out beyond the perimeter. But Jokic does his best work on the low block when the Nuggets are are trying to go inside out by sitting in the post, drawing in the defense and then picking out whether it's Porter, whether it's Aaron Gordon, whether it's Jamal Murray, picking them out. There's no driving kick with the Nuggets. It's a little bit different than what the Celtics did. Certainly a lot different than what the Knicks tried to do and the Knicks shot the three ball terribly in their series. But the Heat are having to adjust to defend a, a an offense that now is generated through the post as a, a, with a guy who's arguably the most talented person in the NBA. That's tough. That's really, really tough. Kevin tweets in, shots that have been falling all playoffs weren't falling. That's pretty simple. I mean, the Heat, the Heat, had a lot of open looks last night. A ton of open looks last night. Um, in fact, and this is this is a little bit depressing. You can Uh-oh. you can take you can take what you want from it, and you can determine whether or not you think it's a good thing, or you take it's a bad, or you think it's a bad thing. Um, but this uh, this comes from John Jablanka. He tweeted, "Everybody but Bam Adebayo." on the Heat were miserable. Miserable. The That's Heat insane. shock shocked. So they only, had, they only had 12 attempts at the rim, okay? Bam had seven of those. Ten of them were made. Bam had four of them. The Heat in the paint outside the restricted area were one of ten. One of ten made nothing in the paint outside of the restricted area. That has to change. But it also shows you they were getting these looks. They were getting every look they wanted and not making anything.
3: Did you, that sentence is just absurd. I don't think you or anybody, you, Ken Stone, Christian, could have ever said everybody but Bam had a terrible night. Yeah, yeah,
1: everybody but Bam had a terrible night. That's that's exactly what it comes down him. to. You
3: guys every- have dogged him so badly.
1: <sighs> it is not it, just just really, really frustrating, but here's the one that's most depressing. Oh, Oh, there's more. ESPN stats and info. Oh, great. The Heat shot 31%, 5 of 16 on wide-open threes. That's where your closest defender is six or more feet away. Mm -hmm. The Heat have shot 49% in wide-open threes in the conference finals against the Celtics. So, the Heat last night with 16 wide-open threes hit only five of them, 31%. They were 49% of those in the Eastern Conference Finals. So you could argue that's your difference right there, too.
3: Yeah, for sure. But you know, it also means they just had an off night. Yeah. That's it.
1: That's what you have to chalk it up to.
3: They just had an off night. We've all had bad days. No matter where you go, where you are in your life.
1: Most
0: of our days here on this show are are bad miserable. Yeah, it is awful.
3: Miserable.
0: Dare I say the Nuggets have a, probably the Heat have a road court advantage. I'll explain. They are tired. These are the games they're not supposed to win Mm. on the road in Denver and they're lining up at the same time. Instead of having these tired games, these kind of emotional roller coasters after a game seven, figuring out yeah. the Nuggets, it, if they had those at home where uh-huh. they're supposed to win those games. Right. No, two birds, one stone. Even if they go down 2 which I don't think is going to happen, they got home games coming up soon. Yeah. You, you don't think there's enough pressure on them right now? Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. You know, in Calebism, uh-huh. they're saints. Yep. And as St. Montana once said, French Montana, mm-hmm. and we ain't worried about nothing. <laughs> That's from a saint. Ain't worried about nothing.
1: Uh, we'll continue to get to the social media again. We're jammed with that. To you, what was the single biggest factor in last night's heat loss? Got a text from, uh, from the Audible Assassin this morning Uh-oh. saying, I had a miserable viewing
0: experience last night. What happened to you? I went to a chain restaurant in West Boca. I'm not going to air them out.
3: Okay. Oh, I can't. uh uh-huh.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to air them Okay,
3: we're going to do it during the break so I can dog you on your probably your poor choice.
0: So there was like <laughs> six different problems. One was self-inflicted wound, okay? I got the frozen margarita and was getting uh, brain freezes the entire time. Yeah, that's your fault. So I had to like, wait till it melted. Frozen
1: margarita isn't margarita on the rocks or like you had it in the blender and it's icy and like yeah. slurpy. Yeah.
3: Ew, foul number yeah, one. Yeah. Who First, does that in a restaurant? How old are you?
1: I'm 24. A 24-year-old man getting a frozen margarita. Why don't you just get a margarita on the rocks?
3: Not only that, but you're not even outdoors. You're not, like, enjoying the beautiful weather. Weather was crappy last night, too.
0: There was a special on them. All right. Okay. Did you get, like, an extra shot? No, well, No, I just got the margarita so you, frozen.
1: You basically got a Slurpee.
0: Yeah. And it wasn't good. You know, you. It was good. It was just too cold. I couldn't handle it. I'm getting soft.
3: You made me. For, you made fun of me for my four tequilas and put gasoline on and I'm ratchet off the walls. Yeah. yeah. Without. This. Right, this he's doing frozen margaritas. <laughs> this is equivalent. Yeah. You and can I let a guy order a frozen margarita what? in a chain restaurant. Watching the NBA finals. On a Thursday night. And then getting brain freeze. Indoors. <laughs> Bye.
1: So that was the first. That was the first issue
0: you had. Self-inflicted wound. Right. That's on me. So I again, mean, chain Southern restaurant,
1: face. West Boca. You've already got brain freeze from the frozen margarita. <laughs> yep. uh, was it a uh, regular margarita, strawberry margarita, the house margarita?
0: Okay, thank all God. Right. All right, all
3: right. is it saving But group. this yeah. was
0: not on me. There was four TVs at this bar. They're all the small, thirty-two inchers that you probably mm. can get for a hundred bucks at your. Nearest convenience. Store. Well, I can already tell this place wasn't a Duffy Sports Grill. It was not.
1: Yeah, I can already tell because they got way more than just the thirty-two inch TVs and four of them. They are, have hundreds of TVs, yeah. and you can see from any part of the restaurant. This clearly was not a Duffy
0: Sports Grill. All right, continue. My buddy had a gift card to this place, so it was non-negotiable, right? Uh, it, it, if it was up to so me, you had go to settle any of you our settle. partners, All of right. course.
3: Right. But, but did you guys negotiate the terms that he would help pay for the bill? Uh, we split it, and he had a gift card. Yeah. Mm,
1: That's right. Can't. It makes your your part that you're splitting less. It's fine.
0: Like, it's a good trade-off. Problem is, we had bartenders that don't know how to change the channel oh, on TV. So, I was watching on a very small 32-inch <laughs> TV across the bar, so not lined up with me, on the other side, ESPN2, the SAS cast, the Stephen A. Smith's World Broadcast. But you couldn't even hear it. No, no, no. I couldn't even hear not it. Not that you really wanted to. There wasn't even music on. Right. There was the broadcast audio of a different game on, of the college softball game. Excuse Ron, me? Boy, so you've got,
1: excuse the, me? you've got the NBA Finals fast yeah. broadcast. You've got the College World Series softball edition. The Women's College World Series as it's actually known. Yeah. Um, okay. What about the other TVs?
0: The other TVs, we had a replay of golf. We had MLB Network. And uh, yeah, the finals and then the college softball.
3: You know what my favorite part of all that is? All those channels made a concrete decision that, like, listen, we're just going to play replays because everybody's going to be watching the NBA finals. And then
1: this this chain restaurant ended up putting those things, that fallback programming, that uh, no one's watching us anyways, onto the TVs. You might have been the only person in America watching those things. There's only
3: one rating on the rest of the channels. And it's Christian sipping a... Frozen
1: margarita. That is such a bad move on
0: your part. And they couldn't figure out how to change the TVs? Couldn't figure it out. And the thing is, the size of the game is a small TV already, but on the SASCast, it's maybe uh, two-thirds the size right. of the TV. You've got to see Stephen A. Stephen a. Smith's yeah. big old head. Yep.
1: And he had a guy with an equally big head and Peyton Manning yeah. on with him last night.
3: <laughs> okay. Now, my question for you is, because I do this, did you call the place before to confirm that they were playing the game and that they were going to have audio of
0: the game? I rolled the dice. I didn't. You see, you see but that's, that's the that's, thing. No, that's no, his fault. But when that's it's the fault.
3: NBA
1: Finals, when it's the NBA Finals, you need. to I would just assume, of course, they're going to have it on. It's the NBA Finals, and the Heat are in it. If yeah. this was like, if this was like Portland and and the, the Bucks Magic. or the Magic, yeah, even better. Portland and the Magic, <laughs> I'd understand uh, maybe the finals not being on, even though I think that any chain restaurant should have the finals on regardless. It's the finals, but the heat are in it in this place. Didn't have it. I don't think Christian should have had to, to call ahead.
3: No, I do. I absolutely do because I am going to these places for one main purpose. The food and the drinks are a bonus. So but I definitely call to make sure that the game and the audio are playing. That's how I watched it in Orlando. I went to a chain restaurant as well because one of my close friends is a bartender there. Mm -hmm. And I told him straight up. He was like, well, you should come over, you know, blah, 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 drinks on me. And I was like, oh, great. The only reason I will come over is if you have the game and the audio on. And guess what? They did it.
1: When should should you have to call ahead to see if a restaurant is airing the NBA finals? Christian went to a place last night that had the Stephen A. Smith broadcast and then the Women's College World Series, a replay of golf. And what else? And uh, MLB Network. And MLB Network. Should you have to call ahead... Should you have to call ahead to see if the NBA Finals are on? Did Christian screw up? Do you agree with Jeanette that Christian should call ahead to make sure that the NBA Finals are on? I say no. It's the NBA Finals. Any self-respecting plays with TVs should have the NBA Finals on. Jeanette says, no, 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 no. You got to call ahead.
3: Not only that, but what do you watch? You drink frozen margaritas on a Thursday when it's stormy day.
0: I felt, you're judging me right now. Yeah, there like is ju- a lot yeah, of judgment. I mean, Should you have to call ahead
1: if you're going to go someplace to watch the NBA Finals to make sure they're airing it? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. Was it a bad job by Christian not calling this chain restaurant to make sure that the NBA Finals were on? She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominique Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.